You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. Worship Him here today. And this is what we're here to do today as a family, as a body of Christ. And uh, just want to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you this morning. Thank you for being here today. And uh, we're just looking forward to what the Lord has today. Um, this service today will be a little bit different, but we are still in the celebrating. We are still celebrating and worshiping God. And uh, this morning, uh, we are coming together and uh, we would like to give our condolences to the Jackson family as our sister Joan went home to be with the Lord this past week. And we know that she's in glory, but we just want to let you guys know that we love you guys. We're praying for you guys. And we just thank you for today for allowing us to be together a part of this service for, for, for our sister Joan and your, your mom, your wife. And just thank you for allowing us to be a part of this service today. So today's service, we will be honoring the woman of God as we remember and celebrate her life. And we're just thankful to God today as we're able to do so. So this service is, that's where we're here to everybody here also joining online as well. And we're going to, you're going to, we're going to share a little bit about her today and uh, just hearing about her faithfulness to God, but most of all, God's faithfulness to her. Amen. And how many of us know that we serve a faithful God? Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. We can shout. We can praise. We can glorify the Lord this morning. Amen. So just a couple of quick announcements as we are starting this morning. We do have Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. this Wednesday. Um, we have it in-house, which here in the Annex Room, but we also are online. We're in the book of Daniel, chapter 3. We'll be finishing Daniel, chapter 3. So we encourage you to study along with us, pray with us, and we encourage you to be a part with us this, uh, this coming Wednesday. Uh, Friday night, we do usually have our prayer night, but this Friday we will have a Good Friday service. So we will be here in the sanctuary at 7 p.m. on Friday night. So if you'd like to join us here or online, we'll be here. So praise God. So we invite you to come join us and uh, to come and just celebrate a Good Friday. Amen. We got a good Monday, a good Tuesday, a good Wednesday, a good Thursday, a good Saturday, and a good Sunday. But we also got a good Friday. Amen. So we're going to be celebrating that. And then next week on Sunday, we will not be having our sunrise service, but we will be having our 915 and uh, 1045 service. And we will be most likely combining them. Um, I will keep you updated. But because that day, we are also going to be doing baptisms for Easter Sunday. Amen. So we will have baptisms as we celebrate our Resurrection Sunday. But we're also celebrating those that are going to come and get baptized. Amen. And raised from death into life. So there being be no beating into what the, what the gospel has commanded us to to do and that's what we're going to do we're going to baptize in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit praise god so amen so we're looking forward to that so just again thank you for your prayers let's continue to pray together continue to encourage one another in the word and continue to seek our lord so let's open up with a word of prayer this morning. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day that you've given us this day. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and your mercies, Father God. And we just thank you, Father God, for this time to be able to come together, Lord, as Father God, Lord, just to worship you, to glorify you, Father God, and to exalt your holy name, Father God. We thank you for you are the Lord of lords and the King of kings. You are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, O oh, Heavenly Father. And we just thank you, Lord, for your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, that we are able to come into your presence this morning, Lord. Father God, to celebrate. Father God, to be comforted, Lord, to be strengthened, to be encouraged, Father God. And Father Lord, just to be reminded of the life that we have abundantly in you, Lord God. 
So we just thank you this day, Father God, because, Lord, we know, Father God, that, Lord, our life and our eternal life is in you, Lord Jesus. So today, Father, we thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you as we come together to celebrate Joan Jackson's life, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for her life and just for the example of faithfulness, Father God. And, Lord, today as we hear many things shared about her today, Father, we thank you, Lord, as you minister to our hearts this morning through her life, Father God, as you have done throughout her whole life, Father. So we just thank you this day, Father God, as we come today expecting with open hearts, Father God, Lord, as we're looking to you, Lord. We love you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your presence, for your peace, and for your comfort this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're going to welcome up Pastor Pat. Amen. Good morning. Um, my husband and I came to this church 25 years ago this year, and this is where I've met Joan, John, Grandma Warina, and Jerry, and their children. Um, I want to share a little bit about um, those who don't know Joan, those that have known her, everything that Joan has done in this house. That I could, I went back and read some of the minutes. Um, Joan believed in writing everything down, so she was very good about that. She was a very good teacher. But these are some of the things that Joan has done in New Living Way Church. She was, in 1987, she became the acting second board secretary, which eventually she became the board secretary and stood in that position till 2018. Long time. Um, she was a pianist. She was a singer. My favorite song that I love to hear her sing was The Lighthouse. She was a church treasurer. She was a Sunday school superintendent in 1987. She was a youth leader in 1984. She was a Sunday school teacher. She was a church shopper. She wore many hats in this church. She was a faithful servant. Um, she was a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a great-grandmother, and an awesome and beautiful woman of God with a lot of wisdom. She had many things in this house that people, from cleaning it to organizing it, she's a woman of excellence and more on a personal note what she meant to me god always knows what is best for us and when god brought my husband and i to this church there were three women that he placed in my life and that was grandma wawina joan jackson and jerry and he knew I needed them in my life. He knew that I needed an example of a woman of God that can teach me the things of God, as messed up as I was. They had the patience and the love and the encouragement that I needed. And when we were going through some things with our teenage daughter, which is right there, she stood with me, she prayed with me, she encouraged me. Never a bad word, never a bad, nothing. She was always, her and John were always positive, positive and loved my daughter. But one of the things that I remember of Joan as I was thinking about her life, 
One of the things that she taught me, that no matter what you go through, your faith in Jesus. When I seen her go through what she went through when Jill got sick, this was a woman who stood faithful to God, trusted God, believed in God, a woman of wisdom. And it wasn't something I heard, I read. It was what I witnessed. And her witness to me ministered to me because when my husband got sick and went home to be with the Lord, I remember how Joan stand and how she stood and how she was faithful and how she trusted her God that he would, no matter what you went through, Pat, no matter what you go through, that he is your Lord, your Savior, and his will be done. It may not be what you wanted it to turn out to be, but his will was done. And I just remember her wisdom, her love. And I remember when we first got here, the Christmases that we would do, Joan would tell me, go buy this lasagna, cook it, because that was our Christmas dinners, lasagnas, when I first got here and stuff. She organized that. She loved our kids. I remember her <laughs> every year she would bring this cake and she would have the children sing happy birthday to, to the Lord because she wanted them to know who Jesus was and what we were celebrating. Her teaching was illustrations. She would teach us and give us examples she she was just had such a way of teaching but i think what ministered to me was her life and how she lived it and the love that she had for for the lord and an example of what a marriage was i used to love to sit and talk with her and john because she would say no john and he would say joan and they would just go back and forth and stuff. But it was just an awesome thing to see them both serving in the house of God and their faithfulness to the house of God. And, you know, she was a woman who wasn't afraid to ask for prayer. She wasn't a woman who wasn't afraid to cry. She was a, a real genuine woman that taught me to just be yourself, just be all that God has created you to be. And I so appreciated that. I am going to miss her. I am going to miss her wisdom. But I have many things in my heart that I can ponder on that she has taught me of how to stand of a woman of integrity and a woman of wisdom. And I love and appreciated her so much. And I love you, John. Thank you. Amen. Praise Thank the you, Lord. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Amen. 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 You know, and she said something interesting, knowing Sister Joan, yet she was, it was, I don't know if I've ever given Sister Joan a hug. It was always more of the hand and stuff like that. But uh, Grandma Rowena and Sister Jerry got them hugs. <laughs> yeah, they got them tight hugs. But it was the words that Sister Joan would say that are just so encouraging. She wouldn't say very many sometimes. 
but just to, just to just her very presence, just had a quietness about her. But you know she wasn't quiet, but, you know, she had a quietness about her. And uh, it was just such a blessing, especially during the times of seeing her back here for worship. And she'd just be like this. Even the new songs, she'd just be like that and, you know, just be enjoying that time of worship. So praise God. It's amazing how God will just make us individual, how we are. So always have that peace with, you know, if you're a little different from your brother or your sister, that's okay. That's how God made you. Compliment one another. Amen. If one gives the hugs and the other one doesn't, well, then the one that gives the hugs is going to get you. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for sharing that, Sister Jerry. Anybody else? Anybody else? We have time for at least one or two more here. Amen. Amen. Well, definitely, definitely, we encourage you today to, uh, to, sh- to share your condolences with the family before we go today. Um, I do have a, a message that, um, you know, that just basically come to the, from the heart today and um, a responsibility in this message because how many of us know that you know what through it all we all have a responsibility amen oh I, okay <laughs> all right anyway, all right all right i got you i got you everybody thought they were going to get out of here without a without a responsibility huh all right i got you well let's turn our bibles to psalm chapter 12 psalms 12 and I want to share this word as I was reading it this week and it really came to a place is uh, when I found out about Sister Joan going home to be with the Lord and just that word faithful that just kept coming to mind. And yesterday when uh, the family shared to me that they would be singing great is thy faithfulness, it just hit home even so much more and just really had me to sit and ponder on faithfulness and what faithfulness is. And we live in a world today where faithfulness is measured on how we measure it. I'll be faithful if it fits my schedule. I'll be faithful if I feel like it. I'll be faithful if everything is going just the way I want it to be, then I will be faithful. We have many different thoughts of what faithful is. Well, I'm faithful to my wife, but I'm also faithful to my girlfriend. That's not a true example of faithfulness. And you would think that would be far-fetched, but in the world we live in today, this is what words are becoming. They're becoming very shallow and losing their meaning to what faithful truly really means. But I thank God for people that are still faithful today. And that's why it was such a blessing to be able to come together and to celebrate the life of his sister Joan because it's a life that has been faithful to God, a life that has been faithful to her husband, a life that has been faithful to her family. We hear of all that she's done and all she was do for you guys. That is a, that's just a love and a faithfulness. But it's that quiet faithfulness that not everybody will always see. It's a faithfulness that many times may, see, may be very thankless because you don't get a lot of thank in that faithfulness you don't get a lot of recognition in that faithfulness because you do and you do because it's what you know how to do or because what you want to do and even many times as her being a mom as being a wife there must have been many times that she was there was no thank you it was just taken this is what she does this is mom this is grandma this is great grandma this is my wife and I'm not saying that you took her for granted but This is just who she is and who she was. But it's a faithfulness that she continued to do. 
And many times in our lives, the things that we do, we can become discouraged because we start to look at other people's faithfulness. We start to look at what other people are doing, and we start to determine, well, if they're not doing it, then why am I going to do it? If so-and-so was able to leave, then why are I able to leave? If so-and-so was doing this, then how come I can't do this? If so-and-so was watching this, then how come I can't watch this? If they're doing it, then how come we're not doing it? And we start to look beyond where we are at today. We start to base our faithfulness based upon someone else, based upon what others are doing. And even as a body of Christ, as believers today, as the church, as children of God, but also called to be servants of God. How many of us know that you are a child of God if you put your faith in Jesus Christ? Everybody gets excited when we say, oh, I'm a child of God. But what about when you hear you're also a servant of God? Quiet. (laughs) See, because we don't like that word. Because if you shorten the word servant, it comes down to serve. That's work. That's labor. That's stuff you got to put in. It's required of you. Now there's responsibility. So wait a minute. I'm a child of God, but what? I'm also a servant? Have you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord today? Do you know what Lord means? When you confess in your heart and believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you are giving him ownership of you. He has now become your master. The one to whom you belong, but the one to whom you also now have to answer to. But thank God for his son, Jesus. Thank God for his mercy, for his grace, because he is such a patient father. It's just like a child has chores. Does that child love to do the chores? No, we don't even like to do them. But if you want to teach your child discipline, you want to teach them order, you want to teach them how to serve, then you give them things to do to serve. As being a part of the household, as being a part of the family. Because it's in that they're going to need that for their life. But the question is today, are you still being faithful for what God is going to do with today? Are you still being faithful in the salvation that you have today in Jesus Christ? Why have you stopped being faithful if this is you today? Why have you made the decisions and it wasn't God's decisions, it was your decision? Why have you allowed the circumstance, the situation, the job, the relationship, whatever it may be, why have you allowed that to stop you from being faithful to God? Could it be that we're looking and we're seeing, well, I don't really see anybody who's faithful. So why should I? See, in Psalm chapter 12, verse 1, he says, save, O Lord. He's crying out from a place 
of possibly feeling alone, of possibly feeling like the only one, of possibly feeling, I looks like I'm the only one cleaning, I'm the only one doing the dishes, I'm the only one washing the car, I'm the only one cooking, I'm the only one serving, I'm the only one going to church, I'm the only one reading my Bible, I'm the only one. Why is anybody else doing it? And this is a person who's saying, save, O Lord, for the godly one is gone. Have you ever been so heavy that you look around and say, where are the godly at today? Where are those that are living for God? Where are those who are looking to God just because he's God, because he's our Savior? Where have they all gone? He says, for the faithful have vanished from among the children of men. A person in such a place that is looking around at all the godlessness and saying, oh God, where are you? Where, where are all the godly ones at? Even those that are supposed to be with me in this, man, even they, that I, I'm questioning their faith. And we could become overwhelmed because we start to look at a place for the faithful have vanished from among the children of men. Where are all the faithful servants at God? Where are all those that are supposed to stay true to your word? Where are all those that are going to be willing to stand in faith? That word faithful is to support to confirm, to make firm or firmer, to strengthen, to uphold, to nourish, such as a foster father or a foster mother, a pillar, supporters of the door, to be established, to be reliable, faithful, well, I thank God today because if you were questioning where have the faithful gone, we get to hear about a faithful woman of God who was faithful to the Lord to the day she went home and is now being comforted in his presence. A woman that we hear as a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a great-grandmother, a servant in the house of God. There are so many things and decisions that have gone on in this church that many in here don't even know that she was a part of, but her and Brother John have always been pillars in this house. Even to this day, I still let them know what's going on. Even to this day, their, their opinion and their, their input is very important to us here in this house. But see, they served a quiet faithfulness. Brother John and Sister Joan were part of the board as she was the board secretary up until about a year and a half ago. When they came to a place where they said, you know what, we don't know what this next year will bring. But they remained faithful and were part of many of the decisions that have been done in this house. But it was quiet. It was a quiet faithfulness in the background. 
many times unseen, unheard, but still a big part. And many times you may feel that way. But let me tell you, your faithfulness is not unseen as that song that we sang that we were hearing earlier, his eye is on the sparrow. How much more is his eye upon you? What you do unto the Lord, if you stay faithful in it, God sees it. God knows it. And God will exalt you in due time. Whatever you do unto the Lord, do it unto him. Not unto man. Because it's him that rewards you. It's him that takes care of you. It's him that will provide for you. It's him that gives the wisdom. But it's remaining faithful to God. A quiet faithfulness. I love how my wife would share with me that she would share with her. That she had a little bit of a rebellious time at one moment in her life. It was her husband that encouraged her, and they both grew together. They both grew together in faithfulness to God. But in that faithfulness, we thank the family for being here today because we see the faithfulness of God in your lives today. And because she was faithful and John was faithful, you guys are blessed today. You reap the benefits of their faithfulness to God. Let me encourage you, stay faithful to God. But don't try to be like John and Joan. You be who God called you to be. You do as God has called you to do. And just like everyone here today, we're not going to strive to be exactly like them, but we are going to strive to continue to be faithful. Let me encourage you, church, and all those watching with us today, remain faithful to God and what he has entrusted you with today. Because he entrusted you for a reason. And we may fail at times, but I thank God that we can get back up again. Not in our strength, but in the strength of his Holy Spirit. But how do we do this? Read his word, know his word, and know what his word says about you. Know what his word says about him. So we can have the faith and the boldness and the confidence to live for him. Jesus was faithful to the Father. That is why he went to the cross. That faithfulness to God the Father led Jesus to the cross. But how many of us know he didn't stay on that cross? Because in that faithful obedience to the Father, yes, he died on that cross and he was buried in that tomb. But on the third day, he rose again. So in the faithfulness to God, God was faithful to the Son. And in your faithfulness to God, God is faithful to you. And I thank God that his word says, even when I'm not faithful, he still remains faithful. Because great is thy faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. Let's go to Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30.
And the family said that I could share at least another three hours. So thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that. Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. We're going to close up with this scripture here. For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with him. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents here. I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward saying, Master, you delivered me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went, and I hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was owned with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the, him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away and cast, worthless, cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, if he is your master and your Lord, then he is the one you serve but it also comes down to the relationship that you have with your master, with your Lord. Do you know him as a good God? Do you know him as a merciful God, as a loving father? Do you know how, how great he is and wonderful he is? Or do you see him like this servant, which he calls a wicked servant, that sees God as a hard God, it's not fair, God. Why do I have so little? Why don't I have this? Do we see God as a hard master? Instead of seeing him as, thank you, Lord, for what you've given me. Thanking the Lord for what he has entrusted you with today, who he has entrusted you with today. Let me encourage you, as we are reminded in celebrating the life of our sister Joan, one that we know and hear even more that was faithful and all that God entrusted her with. I'm not going to stand here and tell you that it must have been easy. You guys can probably all attest to that. But you can also attest for your life, just as we for our lives, that it's not easy being faithful, but it's worth it. 
because in that we truly see the faithfulness of God. Remain faithful in what God has entrusted you with. Don't allow the time of being like Elijah. I'm the only one left. But God said, no, there are 7,000 more that have not bowed their knee to Baal. It may seem like it's a lonely place at times, but just know God knows and he has his faithful. And I believe today that you are the faithful. You are the faithful today that are still believing in God, still believing in Jesus Christ and trusting him through it all. Well, let me encourage you, start to thank God for your salvation. Start to thank God for your marriage. Thank, th start to thank God for your kids. Start to thank God for your job. Start to thank God for those finances. Start to thank God for all that you have been entrusted with today. And it may seem small to you, but it's not small to God. Use what God has given you and live as you already have it, knowing and trusting him, Lord, You've given me all that I need to serve you. But what's going to be required from me and you is to remain faithful. We can be faithful. It is possible. But we can be faithful because he always remains faithful. I'm going to ask my wife to come up with me. I'm going to ask Brother Santos and Brother Ramon to prepare a couple more songs of worship here today. Anything you'd like to share before we close out today? Oh, that's okay. I did want to share, thinking about um, Sister Jones. when we first started coming to church, being here on Fridays, her and Brother John would teach us. It's a time to be emotional, I guess. <laughs> it was empowering to see someone so devoted and committed to still want to show up and have it in them to show up on a Friday, e Friday evening and be ready to teach to show what God was showing them, to give an illustration for all of us to understand. And I remember that I used to look forward to coming into Fridays when we saw the altar already set up with teachings and she had her boards already. We're like, this is gonna be good. <laughs> and it was nice to see how she wanted to. She wanted everyone who was here to be a part of and to know what God was showing, just showing the love that, that he has to this day he has for us. That encouraged me to also become part of the youth and teach and like not create because it's the Lord who gave the ideas, but to want to show the youth fun ways, not taking away from God and his power and his authority, but in a way that they would learn and that they, uh, something, just something little that they would hold on to and remember. And that's what I learned from her on the Friday nights. 
and then seeing her every Sunday, and every time she had a special, oh, I look forward to hearing her sing, and John would join her too, and it's something that I know a lot of people, well, I don't know a lot of people, but what I'm saying is, I hear that not everybody listens to hymns anymore, or it's, you know, quaint, but that's where the power is, that's where the life is, that's where the struggle and the strength and the rising up of someone's struggle shows up in a hymn. So when she would sing her hymns, I wouldn't always lift my hands, but in here I'm like, that's the joy of the Lord. That's the power that we continue to praise God for who he is. And it's something that I learned from her and I picked up from her. And I hold it within me. And Brother John, thank you for your faithfulness. Sister John, for her faithfulness. The family, thank you for allowing your mom to be here. Whether you had a say or not, I don't know, but she was here, and she changed a lot of lives, and I'm one life that was changed because of her. And Brother John, you too. Yes, amen. So I thank you, and I love you. God bless you. Amen. You know, we all have a responsibility here with that same faithfulness that they have done. And Brother John, you're still faithful, and the family's faithful. We have a responsibility to stay in that faithfulness and stay faithful to God for our lives. So we could be those as well as we're remembering Sister Joan today, that others will be able to look to our lives as someone who was not perfect, but faithful, knowing who their God is. And through it all, still just showing up and serving our God because he's more than just our God. He is our Lord. He's our master, but he's also our father. And we have been so blessed to be here because like she said, Brother John and Sister Joan were still teaching Friday nights. Grandma Rowena was, had the projector here with the songs. You know, they were doing the old projector back then. And it was just so nice to see that and to be able to come here because it just, like she said, it just encouraged us, you know. And, and just to see that faithfulness of Grandma Rowena Sunday mornings and Friday nights being here. I mean, she was, she was up there in age already, but she was still serving God, where she was at, and what she had, and what she was able to do. We have no excuse for not remaining faithful to our God when he has been so faithful to us. And I said, we said many times it'll be that quiet faithfulness that may not always get a recognition, but we're not in a recognition for anyone else. We're in recognition unto our Father. When we come together to worship God, we're here to worship an audience of one. We're here to worship God because he is so good. So again, we want to thank you guys so much. Thank you, Brother John. You've just been such a blessing and such an encouragement that it is possible to live a life faithful to God. And we want to thank you for being that example to us because we all have the responsibility and we are all accountable here today to do so. And we're going to do it in the strength of the Lord and the trusting of the Lord today. And we're thankful for all the words and the messages that we received. And we're going to just continue to praise God through it all. Amen? Amen. Thank you guys so much. We're going to sing some couple songs of worship here today. Amen. You guys enjoy and have a blessed day. We are dismissed today. I said, you know, thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of today with you guys and just celebrating the life of our sister Joan. Amen. We appreciate you very much. We love you guys.